I usually hear that about once at least every other week. So I appreciate it. I think it's going to start more now that the season's kicking up tonight, you know. But, yeah, it's great to be with you guys. So I'll give a quick introduction of myself. I was born and raised in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. I was baptized Lutheran, went to a Methodist preschool. My dad was Baptist. I started Catholic school in kindergarten. 13, I became the first Catholic in both sides of my family. Four years later, got to be my mom's confirmation sponsor when she came into the church. I went to Mount St. Mary's University in Maryland, where I did Army ROTC. Got a three-year scholarship. Went to Fort Benning, Georgia. I learned how to jump out of airplanes. Became an infantry officer. Went to Ranger School. Finished that. Went to the 82nd Airborne Division in North Carolina. Went to Afghanistan. Got out. And I've worked for the church ever since. A dynamic Catholic. Now I work for Hallow, the Catholic Prayer Meditation app, if you've ever heard of that. Um, and so it's great to be with you this morning. I want to tell you a story uh, that came from my time during ROTC. So when I was in ROTC, my freshman year, I was competing for a scholarship, right? I didn't have a scholarship coming into college, so I was trying to get one. And we had a big PT test, which is like your physical fitness test, uh, push-ups, sit-ups, and a two-mile run. And I was super nervous. It was a huge deal. All of the leadership, so our battalion commander, who's a lieutenant colonel, was coming that day. He's a decision maker. And so I was really nervous. And, you know, the, the morning I wake up at 5.45, try to get over there at 6.15, and I wake up and I can't find my PT uniform. Right? So you guys wear a uniform every day. So you can imagine if you were trying to win a scholarship for the next three years, right, for a school that costs $45,000 a year, you could be thinking this is pretty important that I show up in the right uniform. But I couldn't find it. So I'm tearing apart my room. My roommate's getting pissed off at me, you know. And so finally I'm like, I'm just going to throw on a T-shirt, a gray T-shirt and some dark, dark shorts because it would kind of match, you know. But I'm like, I have to go, right? So I had to go. Anyways, I do pretty well on the PT test. I didn't crush as much as I wanted to, but the lieutenant colonel comes up to me at the end, and he asks me uh, if I'm a Yankees fan, because I happen to be wearing a Yankees t-shirt. And I'm like, yes, sir, I am a Yankees fan. And he's like, are you a Derek Jeter fan? And I'm like, I'm a huge Derek Jeter fan, right? I'm like, any biracial kid who grew up playing baseball is a Derek Jeter fan, right? <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm a big Derek Jeter fan. And he tells me, he said, I want you to be the Derek Jeter of this battalion. And at the time, you know, you just kind of nod and smile whenever a lieutenant colonel's talking to you, and you're a cadet, right? But I'm just like, yeah, roger that, sir. Like, I'm all over it. But I didn't really know what he meant. But I thought about it, especially over the summer. I read Derek Jeter's book, The Life You, you Imagine, and really thought about what it means to be the captain. And so from that point on, basically, I tried to apply these principles of what I learned of this idea of being the captain, whether that means, means being an unofficial captain, right, which can be just a role model. You're a role model amongst your peer group, the people that you go to school with, the people in your youth group, the people in your family. You might be a role model to those, even people who are older than you, right? Somebody that they can look up to, somebody that when they're wondering what right looks like, they can look at you and say, I want to emulate this person. Um, or you can be an official captain, right? Be the person who's elected as a team captain of a sport. I got to be our Ranger Challenge team captain my senior year of college, which was really a really big deal for me because I had gotten cut from the team three years earlier. And then we went on to win the, the championship in that, um, that challenge that we did that year. But I just want you to think about that. What does that mean to be the captain? What does it mean to be the hardest worker in the room? Somebody who shows up early, somebody who's always in the right uniform, somebody who's always doing the right thing, right? It's very challenging, it's very difficult, especially when you're in these formative years that you're in. But two things I want to talk about, uh, especially within that, is you might come from a great family, you might come from a not great family. You know, my dad, I'm the seventh of his seven kids by five different moms, right? My parents are divorced, come from a whole type of mess with my older siblings. And I still realized when I was in college, right? I should have realized when I was in high school, but I didn't. But I realized when I was in college, I'm like, I'm at a good school. I have a good opportunity to make something of my life, to be somebody that I want to be, right? To change the course of where my family's going. And it's up to me to make the decisions that are going to make that happen. 
And you might come from a great family, like Jeter found himself being on the Yankees, right? And you still have the opportunity to say, I don't want to just be another member of this great organization, whether that be this great high school that you're at, or it could be a great family that you come from, or a great youth group, whatever. You might be on a great sports team. But even within that, how can you still rise up to be the captain? How can you still rise up to be the best? I think something we miss a lot when it comes to evangelization is how important excellence in all these other areas of your life is when you're trying to evangelize other people. So you guys have these great four years here at this school to be formed so that you can go out into the world that you, I'm sure, know is pretty messy and needs a lot of help. But the person that you are when you leave here, the decisions you make day in and day out, those little tiny decisions are going to be what leads to you being able to be that clutch player that can make you know, the big plays when it comes to having difficult conversations and, and being the person that's going to be an impact player in somebody else's life. And so that's right at 4 minutes and 40, uh, 56 seconds, so I'll close it <laughs> off there. But thanks, guys. It was great being with you this morning. I hope you have a great week, all right? Thank you.